Alexander Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Has Been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectiles, staging and Logistics Committee, the Western Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? Good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. Yeah. Doing, doing, uh, doing okay, I guess. Life treating you, you well? Eh, eh. Take, you got you to take the slings and arrows for what they are, I guess. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I had a hell of a week this week, work-wise. What do you mean? What happened? Uh, just, you please, know. Please tell. Uh, it's, 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 you know boring type of stuff microsoft changed the way they do some certain uh, uh tls authentication uh, between clients and it, no just forget it it was but it, it caused me a, a lot of grief this week made you a lot of money though uh maybe a little extra money yeah because you, you charge by the hour so no actually most most of my clients are on contract so it's just they pay me a fixed amount no matter what i do so, oh, I thought you said you so had. So a lot some, of times I get to collect a check uh, some, for sitting some, on my ass, but some yeah. of them you have that you have an agreement with for the majority extra time. of them now. Yeah. No, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, there, there's a certain amount that if it goes over, then I do make extra. But you know, none of them went over. Uh, a couple did actually. Yeah. Now I think about it. So yeah, I made a little extra money. A little extra scratch. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like that. Yeah. But uh, market hasn't been kind to me this week. Uh, I don't think it's been kind to anybody. Actually, really it, it picked up the end of the week. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So it was pretty go. good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, you got any uh, personal stories? Uh, well, yeah, okay, so I wanted to talk about how, okay, so this week I ended up taking a day off. Now, the reason I, well, I ended up taking a night off, but the, the impetus for it was I had my court date uh, this week. Oh, right, 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 right. For my uh, driving, unknowingly oh. driving with a suspended license. Right. That I ended up getting kicked off of the Uber platform for 10 days because of. Yeah. So, and now, and here's the thing, like it was, I thought it was actual court. So I was nervous yeah. in that I, w- I was like, I, didn't, I wasn't going to wear a suit. Right. Because I was just going to, I was going to be done with work and then go over there from there. From right. there. And so I go over there thinking I'm going to court. First off, the security guards that are, that are running the courthouse are just dicks. So. Which courthouse was it? Hillsborough County. Okay. So much so that I almost wanted to go Karen on them and ask for their manager. <laughs> that probably would have not gone well. Yeah, but I yeah. didn't have enough energy for that anyway. End up going to court. Now, this, mind you, court had 10 people in it total that mm-hmm. were coming to court. So it was going to be quick. Right. And it really, look, the dude should have had like a light show behind him of like, let's make a deal because that's really, oh, that's all traffic court is. What and it is. probably wasn't a judge. It was probably a magistrate, right? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't even actual judge, which is just some attorney they grab and put on the bench. Yeah. Hold on. Now here's the thing. We all watch a 10 minute video beforehand of the same judge giving the instructions. So you want to know how lazy this motherfucker is, right? He is so lazy that he recorded him talking, giving the, the the thing in the first ten minutes, and now you have to watch the judge say that, and then he wa- or the magistrate, magistrate say that, yeah. and then he walks in, right? Right. So I'm sitting here listening one at a time. Somebody came up with an unknowing on a suspended license, 
and before mine. Right. And the judge was like, well, I see you got it taken care of right away, so case dismissed. I'm like, good sign. And, you know, didn't have to explain anything. He just, you know, dismissed That's it. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. So my time comes up, and he starts looking me up, and he's like, Snicker. Mm, like Brian Snicker for the Braves, right? <laughs> now, if you're un- unaware of this, there right. is a Brian Snicker that's part of the Atlanta Braves, right? Who I think now is the, the 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 who is the only other Snicker that ever comes up on a Google News alert. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Right. Like I, I, I don't know this person personally. I don't think I'm, I'm sure in some way I'm related to this person. Probably, but I don't know. You're probably like third cousins or something. Probably something yeah. along those lines. He's uh, the head coach now, or whatever you call the manager. The manager, right? So. We start talking like I'm like I'm not I'm not related to him so I, and again I'm I'm kind of deadpan in it straight face I'm like I'm I'm not related to him so oh you, now see that's that's the point where I would have said oh yeah he's my cousin great guy yeah seventeen hours up yeah want me to get you an autograph yeah seventeen <laughs> hours up at this point right not really gonna be you know there's yeah you know the fucks to give are really kind of low at this point right especially because I got there like an hour early too so but at any rate so if he gets up to my case he's like look um it looks like you got it taken care of right away. Uh, and then he and then he says something a little offhand. As a matter of fact, your actual license wasn't suspended; that it was only getting ready to be suspended. So you actually shouldn't have got the ticket at all. Case dismissed. Right. Now here's the thing: I'm fucking fuming at this point. Right. Because I'm like, like I just how did I get a ticket for violating a law I wasn't violating? And then which caused me to lose all this money. Right. So, which hang on, what was the reason that your driver's license was getting to be getting ready to be suspended, like in pre-suspension? It was an insurance thing, right? You changed auto insurance or something something along those lines. Yeah, and you didn't have any lapse in coverage. No, no, you just changed companies. Matter of fact, the vehicle I was driving was actually a rental that was insured through the through the company. So through uh, through Avis. Well, that doesn't matter towards your driver's license, but still, yeah. But the point of it was, is that I, you know, I, I was driving. Right. You were legit. I was yeah. legit. So now at this point, the this little voice in my head <laughs> came in, which was the last ju- one of the prior judges that I was at when Danielle's ex-husband tried to get my gun rights taken away. Right. Where the judge was like, you're already winning. Shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> and so. Yeah. My thought was. That is the thing in court. You got to know when to shut up. So when I was about to say something and that voice was like, you're already winning. Shut the fuck up. Right. So I was like, thank you, your honor. And I left out at that point. But I was fucking pissed. I know. I'm like, know. you motherfuckers. So at any rate, though, I didn't get home until like 1130 or noon. There's no way I was going to be able to go. But like if I'm going to sleep when I wake back up. Like, it's going to be a lot later. I might as well just take the day off. But right. I don't take the day off. I take nights off. Right. So I go home. I go back to sleep. I wake up. It's like 9, 10 o'clock at night. And now I'm up. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do from 9? Like, what am I going to do all night? Right. Like, I'm home. I'm not going out. I even thought to go out. And then I'm like, I'm not going to do that. So instead, what I do, <laughs> it's fucking midnight in my neighborhood. I got the garage door open. I literally clean out my entire fucking car organize it all together, put it back in the car, go back inside, check every fucking events calendar in every place I can fucking find. So, and again, most people aren't going to know these things. People in Florida will. Raymond James Stadium, Tropicana Field. Oh, right. Amelie Arena. You're trying to plan Hard where Rock to, Cafe. Where to pick up. Mahaffey Theater. Right. Ruth Eckerd Hall, uh, Janice Live. Like, you name the place. 
that even remotely has tickets for sale, and I literally put them in the fucking calendar for the next two months. Right. Which, I gotta tell you, like, there's some fucking shit. Like, there's some, like, there's some cool shit coming up in, as far as events go in the Tampa Bay area. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, when you start doing this, you realize, like, which bands have, like, what level of stardom right? or what appeal do you think they're going to have based off of the event place that they're at, right? Oh, yeah, well, makes total which, sense. But, what, how big their draw is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's kind of funny that you're like, which ones are going where? Because you're like, okay, so just to give you. So at Janice Live this Saturday, Built to Spill. Never heard of them. Uh, of course you haven't. Uh, <laughs> well, Janice Landing gets some big acts sometimes. No, they do. No, no, you're right. They yeah. do. Uh, also at Janice, I saw Meatloaf there. No shit. Back in the day. Back yeah. in the day. Uh, at, on Sunday, uh, Mariatsu is playing Janice Live. Modest Yahoo. Do you actually know who this is? Yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. You no, do Mar- not. no, he is. He's an Israeli rock star. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Well, he's playing Janice Live September eleventh. Uh, right. He's playing on September eleventh at eight o'clock. Tuesday, Alec Benjamin. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, Wednesday the fourteenth. At Amelie Arena, Scorpions. Oh, okay. So Scorpions is now at the Amelie Arena level, not at the Raymond James I'm level. I'm actually surprised Scorpions are still at the Amelie Arena level. I was a little bit, I was a little bit taken aback as well. Yeah. Now, also on Wednesday the fourteenth, Collective Soul and Switchfoot. Guess where they're playing? Uh, Ruth Eckerd. Fuck yeah, dude! Good job. Okay. Yeah, that seemed about the right level for them. Now, Kevin Hart. Hold on. This actually would be a good game. Kevin Hart. Where's Kevin Hart playing? Mahaffey. No, Amelie Arena. Kev- Kevin Kev- Hart's really popular. Kevin Hart is filling Amelie. A comedy show is filling Amelie. Uh, he's really popular. Holy shit! Wow. All right. Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes. Oh, <laughs> I haven't. That's Pick a name them. I haven't where, heard. Where are they going? Uh, that sounds like a Janice. Seminole Hard Rock. Oh, okay. That, that kind of makes sense. Keep I, I Seminole forgot. in the mix. I kept, Keep Seminole I, I, in the mix. Okay. Ringo Starr and his all-star <laughs> band. Where are they playing? Emily. No, Ruth Eckerd Hall. Oh, yeah. That That's more fitting. Yeah. 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 Now, I will say this for Ruth Eckerd Hall, by the way. The acoustics of Ruth Eckerd Hall oh, is the best vi- oh, is yeah. the best around. I, I've, I've actually seen uh, symphonies and operas there, and it's phenomenal for that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Pup. Pup? I don't know who Pup is. I Local club. <laughs> you can pick a place. Uh, Janice. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Janice. Uh, Lamb of God, Kill Switch Engage, Baroness, and Suicide Silence. That's got to be at the uh, amphitheater. Fuck it. Yeah. Wow, you're good at this game, by the yeah. way. Um, same night, Testament. Testament? Yeah. I don't know who that is, so that's kind of a disadvantage. Um, same night, Hard Rock, Janice Live. Yeah, yeah. I guess Janice is kind of all the unknown bands. A little know. bit, yeah. You can find some gems there, though. Yeah, yeah. Alicia Keys, Alicia Keys, Emily, Seminole Hard Rock. Surprisingly, oh yeah. I was a little, yeah. I was you know, a little shocked at that. I've one never too. been to a sh- like a show at Seminole Hard Rock, so it's hard to me f- to visualize. You know what that? It's not a big place, yeah. obviously. Um, okay, let me see if I can give you a little more. Uh, Nas and Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> uh, Wu-Tang Clan. That, I, I'm, hmm. Hard Rock. Mid-Florida. Uh, amphitheater. 
Oh, it's oh, it's Mid Florida now. Okay, that's what it's called. I, I'm still thinking one eight hundred Ask Gary. <laughs> All right, so listen, our listeners don't care about this. This is a fun game for us, but I don't it think actually was a really yeah. fun game. I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think our listeners care that much. So, though. but I literally spent like, and here's the thing too. You know how like during the day when you're working, where time seems to get away from you, and the next thing you know, it's way late, and you didn't get as much stuff done as you wanted to get done. Uh, that's like the literally the story of my life. Okay. So at night, though, the exact opposite happens. Yeah. I get so much done, and then I look up, and it's only like three something in the morning. I'm like, fuck, I got a couple more hours. What am I going to do next? <laughs> right. Like, it was one of those things, you know, and you're outside, you're walking around. It, 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 like, it's. I'm a night guy, so yeah. It, like, yeah. But, but here's the thing I, I'm, a, I'm a forced night guy at this point. Like, right. when I'm taking the day off, I have to take the night off. Well, it's, it's weird. I do a lot of work, but it's on my own schedule, you know, late at night. Yeah, and I do a lot of you know reading and research and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's a it's a totally different vibe, you know, from like that anywhere from like nine p.m. to two a.m. That's kind of my range, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, it is uh, completely different. Yeah. yeah. All right, so now let's get to this part though, because Adrian doesn't remember this though. Um, is Adrian wants to ban a word on the show? Yeah, I do not remember this at all. What? what okay, so first of all. What, and I said this. Did I say this on the air? Or was no, no, no. Something? You said this to me on the on the phone after the show. Oh, I was probably fucking with you then, but who knows? No, you so, were definitely not fucking with me. Okay, so what word did I want banned? You want the word Augustus banned. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's not Do you a, remember now? Uh, yeah, that's not a word per se. That's a person. And I'm just tired of talking about that fucking dude. Yeah, but we can't even mention it when it comes to even things that are germane to the subject. Uh, yeah, well, I just... It, <laughs> you see, yeah, you piss me off now. Yeah, Owen, dude, like, remember what the fuck you want to ban? Well, then, if I ban something, don't actually bring it on as a bit. Well, you actually said to bring it on as a bit. Let's talk well, about I, that's because I didn't know what it was. No, you did at the time when I said it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Right. Hey, that, hey, that word is banned as of now. That that name is banned as of now. So okay, we're moving ban- on. We're, ban- we're yeah. banning it. We're banning it. We're banning <laughs> Fuck it. You, man. <laughs> you, but we can't ban. We're, we're, right. Hold on, but we're not banning Goat Boy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We'll ban that too. All mentions of the man will be banned from this point moving I, forward. So it yeah. is written. So it shall be done. Unless he's on the front page of Drudge, and we have to talk about him, we're not talking about that guy ever again until he's dead. Uh, yeah, then we can talk. Then we can about talk that. about that. Well, right. We're gonna throw a party. That speaking day. of dead people. Uh, that that chick across the pond uh, kicked it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, and Hold on, I wasn't going to tell the story on the air, but I'll tell it anyway. Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. You go first. No, no. I, the the story is right, good. So I wake up the day that the queen dies, and I go out to the living room, and Danielle's out there, and she's upset. Right. And I'm like, Danielle, what's what's wrong? What's you know what's going on? Yeah, you're and you're thinking. I'm thinking I might have done something wrong. Yeah. Because she looks at she's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck, what did I do? Yeah. And I start cataloging. Like, what the fuck did I do? Did I leave a door open? Did I leave the dog out? Like, what did I do? And I'm, I'm just kind of going through things. I'm like, I don't think I did anything fucking wrong, though. Like, I'm feeling I'm feeling confident at this right. point. Well, that I can keep prying because, but, like, it's not going to come back on me. But you're not that confident, so you're not sure of whether to I'm ask not, the follow-up. I'm an 80. Yeah. I'm an 80 at okay, this point. Right. I'm an 80. I'm an 80. So you're thinking you're in the clear, but you're not 100% exactly. sure. Exactly. And yeah. I'm like, come on, baby, what is wrong? She's like, you're just going to make fun of me. And I'm like, man, what the fuck is this? You right. Know? So finally, I'm like, Nick, come on, Daniel, just tell me what's wrong. She's like, the queen died. Now, when she said it, <laughs> I was so overwhelmed with a sense of relief, not because I hate the queen, right. but because I realized I wasn't in trouble. And I realized if I make a joke now, 
then all of that will be fucking lost, and I will now be in trouble. So I was just like, oh, I'm sorry, baby. Kiss her on the fucking cheek and got the fuck out. I, I went the total opposite direction, even though I already knew. But when my wife said to it, said it to me, I said, Aretha? <laughs> And she goes, no, the queen of England. And I'm like, oh, death to tyrants. <laughs> I I already knew, though, but I was just, you know, I wanted to drop that on her. Yeah, yeah. She didn't like it, but she didn't get too mad. Yeah. Okay. Now, and this brings up another subject on the matter. Yeah. I have noticed on social media in the 24 hours since the queen died. Has it only been 24 hours? Or 48 God, hours. It feels like a month. But in the 48 hours since the queen has died. Right. That there is a segment of people that seem to go out of their way to highlight the uh, totalitarian nature of the monarchy. Right. And that seem to go out of their way to, for lack of a better term, piss on the graves of, of people like that. Right. Now, I'm of two minds on this one. Okay. The first mind that I'm on is I, I don't like the queen. I'm not a fan of the woman. I don't really. But but at the same time, I don't care. Right. I also realize at this point that she doesn't hold any. She doesn't hold any direct political power, even mm. though she absolutely holds. She totally power. does. Yeah. But she and has to feign power. it. Well, she has to feign it with through the government. Though. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, I do I, like. I just think it seems to lack. I see it in my opinion to dance on her grave right now just seems to lack couth. Mm. Well, then consider me uncouth. Because and, I, and that's why I'm glad we're having this discussion. Fuck the monarchy. Yeah. And here's the thing I don't understand. OK. First of all, I'm an American. OK. Second of all, I'm of Scottish and Irish descent. That's three fucking countries that had to fight wars against the English crown. Okay, two of them were successful. Yeah, <laughs> the Scots didn't do so well. They're still kind of you know under under uh, uh, his thumb now. But yeah, I just don't get the fascination. Well, I do get the fascination. A, it it's a whole bunch of American women who grew up watching Disney princess movies. Okay, all right. That's that's the majority of it. And the other component of it is the vast majority of Americans truly do not understand the nature of freedom. And the fact that Americans still fawn over the fucking royalty goes to show you that they don't fully get it. And they will never be truly free until that sort of thinking goes away. Because in the back of everybody's mind is there is these special people out there that just because they were born into a certain family are better than everyone else. And a significant segment of the world population accepts that as a reality. And to me, it is the antithesis. It is everything that is completely wrong with our entire human civilization is that type of thinking. And that is a problem. So fuck the queen, fuck the king. I wish they would all die. Okay? Fair enough. That's where I Hold stand. On. And hang on a second. I just want to say Lizzie's in a box. And I want to play a little clip from an Irish soccer match 
moments after the Queen's death was announced. You know, I actually thought that was the singer Lizzie and not, the, I didn't realize what that was. I totally Queen didn't Elizabeth. realize what that was. Yeah, they're chanting. They made up a song, impromptu, right after it was announced. Gotta love the uh, the Irish hooligans, man, that Lizzie's in a box. No shit. And that. So the, hold on, you put, hold on, I, I want to ask a follow-up question to what you were saying, though. Okay. So you put everybody that likes the Queen into two boxes, right? Yeah. The first one is the princess fantasy. Yes. And the second one is the. Uh, uh, I don't know what you'd call that one. Lack of understanding of the core concept of freedom. I got you. Yeah. So, and again, I'm going to, I'm going to say this first and you can plead the fifth if you choose to. Okay. Uh, Which category would you put Danielle in? Uh, The first. Okay. She's a, yeah, she's definitely Disney princess because she gets freedom. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, that's, that is just Disney princess. princess. Yeah. That's that's the Disney princess uh, fantasy. Yep. Yep. All right. I have to go with that. Yeah. Well, you, you you think it could be the other way? Well, no, I don't. I know it's not the other way. No, Hold not, on, I'm, the smart answer is to take the fifth. Oh, so no! For I, me, the smart answer is the fifth, I, which I will be taking. I right honestly now. don't think that Danielle would get upset with with that because look. Every, oh no! I think she'd actually agree with that. Yeah, every girl grows up a Disney princess. You know, that's yeah. their fantasy. They want you know that and. They want their prince charming. Even even the radical feminists, you know, still deep down still have deep that down princess Are Disney princesses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it's you. true. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I I for one am glad the queen is dead. Um, and uh, yeah, look, let me rephrase that. I'm sure she was a fine woman. I'm sure she was a decent woman. It's that entire institution that needs to be destroyed. So I don't want to say, you know. For all intents and purposes, I'm sure she was a, a as decent a human being that you can be when born into that position. I mean, she was born into that position. She knew nothing else. You know, she what I'm became saying? the queen at like 21. Right. Yeah. So. And has been the queen from 21 ever since. Right. Yeah. Was she even 21? I, I thought she might have even been like 19. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, so I just remember that they had a like the, the crazy part. The crazy part in all this is she ruled for 70 years. So that means that people were born. Uh, got married, had kids, had grandkids, and died during her reign. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's just... Well, think about how different the world looks from when she started to when she ended. Right. Not that she had anything... Well, she... Okay. <laughs> yeah. Again, <laughs> look, I, I, she's I, still... Hang on. She is still the head of state of places like Canada, Australia. You know, she is literally... Well, he now, you know, yeah. the fucking king shithead um literally you know essentially for all intents and purposes owns multiple major countries on earth yeah yeah uh so let me uh quote of the week by the way has lasted two weeks in a row now oh jesus so we're gonna go with the quote of the week uh there is one and only one social responsibility of businesses to use its resources and engage in activities designed to increase its profits so long as it stays within the rules of the game, which is to say engages in open and free competition without deception or fraud. Milton Friedman. Yeah. Yeah. I like that quote. Yeah. Fuck corporations. Fuck Milton Friedman. 
I don't, whoa, whoa, I, whoa, whoa, guy. I, I, I don't like to. Oh, sorry. Did I, did I, bla, did I blaspheme uh, one of your, uh, yeah. you know, golden idols Yeah, there? let's not talk about the Milton that way. Yeah, yeah, fuck them all. They, so, they didn't really get it either. Milton no. Freeman didn't really get it, huh? No, not, not totally. He, he got 90% of the way, but he wasn't all the way there. Hey, do you follow uh, Vermin Supreme on uh, Facebook, by the way? I don't go on Facebook. I haven't been on Facebook in months. Oh. So. At any rate, every time somebody dies, he's yeah. like, I beat this person. So he's like, I oh, beat the queen. In life? Uh, yeah, I beat the queen. <laughs> and it's so funny. Like Everybody at this point is just waiting for when he Look, puts it out. Now, Vermin Supreme gets it. Oh, he totally gets it. It's amazing how much he actually gets it. Yeah, yeah, I like but that let's, guy. Let's let's get into the let's get into the crux of the show today, and we're going to start off with what Adrian wants to talk about the most, and that is um, his uh, love of Ukraine. <laughs> well, it, and how it, much he wants to go down on Zelensky. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Because he uh, loves that that that's a tyrant he loves. All right. <laughs> Nope, nope, not not biting, not taking the bait. <laughs> All right, so it's it's uh even though you haven't heard it in the news because it's been wall to wall, the queen is dead, you know, uh, long live the king, uh, news coverage. Yes, there are major major events going on in Ukraine, and this is pretty much what I've been talking about for weeks now. The major counteroffensive, uh, the Ukrainian army has uh, Ukrainian armed forces have launched major counteroffensives across the entire front lines um basically it's a it's a like a blitzkrieg style counteroffensive and it's working beautifully just like the nazis um so you yeah. use the word blitzkrieg you used it i had you, you don't don't okay. pick softballs if you don't hang want to on, hit out of the park. hang on something your neocon brain can understand <laughs> it's shock and awe oh, okay there you go there you go you, are you, you, it, I feel does better. that help there dick cheney <laughs> <laughs> so this shock and awe uh, counterattack, it's been absolutely astounding. This is as good as you could possibly have predicted. And, um, you know, like I've been saying, it looks like um, once this happened, the Russians were going to fold. The Russians are folding. All right. Uh, so here's what's happened. Uh, so far in the past, like, 48 hours, the uh, Ukrainians have taken uh, – and this was two hours ago, and it's changing so rapidly, but at least 400 square miles of territory. All right. Okay. Uh, Which isn't very much. Uh, it's a considerable amount, considering the front lines. Okay. Um, they've retaken, liberated dozens of towns and villages. Um, basically, they executed three uh, major salients. Okay. Uh -huh. um, and uh, the first one was to the south of Kharkiv. And basically, what they did is they quickly, rapidly penetrated several miles deep uh, into Russian held territory and then branched off. And half the forces uh, did a pincer movement around uh, uh, Izium. And they have retaken Izium. All right. Um, the other is uh, uh, dr uh, drove actually north uh, to. Uh, uh, Kupiansk, and uh, which is a major supply point uh, where two highways and a rail line intersect. So they've cut off all resupplies uh, from the north of Russia. Um, it's, so yeah, it's it's that part is phenomenal. Um, in the south, uh, they've uh, launched another salient uh, north of Kherson. And they've already reached the Dnipro, and they're closing in. They're surrounding that territory. Now, none of the places 
that uh, they've taken so far are being resupplied. Uh, basically, the, the uh, Ukrainian Armed Forces now controls all of the West Bank of the Oskol River. Um, like I said, they've, they've taken uh, Kupiansk. Uh, they have uh, turned north now, and this is just hours old information, if that. And now they're pushing so fast north uh, that they'll probably be at the Russian border today. Okay, maybe tomorrow. The Russians are surrendering in mass, fleeing, uh, stealing civilian clothes and trying to blend in with the population. Uh, it looks like they captured the lieutenant, the Russian lieutenant general that is the commander of the northern army there, uh, all the northern forces. It looks like they've captured him. That's unconfirmed. Uh, but, yeah, the, the lines are collapsing. Uh, it's just absolutely amazing. There's reports unconfirmed at this point of uh, the Russians abandoning positions. So what's happening is the Ukrainians are getting to these towns and villages, you know, ready for a fight. And the Russians are just gone, you know, and the ones that are left are just like, yep, you got us. We surrender. You know, you don't think there's going to be a counteroffensive on that from no, the Russians? They can't. They they don't have any troops left. But they're, what about the North Korean resupply? They're literally <laughs> in the in the uh, Luhansk and Donetsk regions. They're literally grabbing people off the street, handing them a a uniform and a gun and saying, go fight. Like, no training, no nothing. <laughs> like, here's your gun, go fight. And they're like, fuck you, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's also reports, and these are just coming in, uh, that the partisans have raised the Ukrainian flag over uh, occupied Mariupol. All right. Which, that was the one where the uh, um, the Azov regiment held the steel factory for so long. Uh-huh. You know, just fought for weeks and weeks and weeks. So it looks like uh, there's a chance that uh, the partisans may have been able to liberate Mariupol. And if so, that means that once Kursan falls, which is, is probably uh, going to happen pretty quickly, that they can attack Crimea from both sides, which would be, you know, unbelievable. Cut off all supply routes to, to the Crimean Peninsula. And, uh, you know, they should have that uh, pretty quickly. There's also unconfirmed reports that uh, the Ukrainian forces have captured the Donetsk airport. Now, that's significant because that is territory that has been under Russian control since 2014. So this is one of the first times that Ukrainians have actually retaken any territory from the 2014 conflict. Um, But, yeah, it's... Uh, like I've been saying for weeks, once the Ukrainians launch this major counteroffensive, there is going to be nothing the Russians can do to stop it. And it looks like everything is collapsing in on the Russians. Um, you know, I've been monitoring this very closely. Again, you're not seeing anything about this on the news currently. Very little news out there about it, um, except for the fact I did see an article that says uh, you count, you, from The Guardian, you, Ukraine's counterattack uh, attack takes Russia and everyone else by surprise. How the fuck was this a surprise to anyone? I mean, anyone who's been monitoring the situation knows anything about military strategy knows that the Russians have been fucked for months. You know? You know, here's the thing, though. I don't think they wanted to say it, though. Yeah. I, well, it, it, it's pretty obvious. If, well, there's an article also that says Team uh, <laughs> Team Putin admits their worst-case scenario is coming true. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. So I looked on Drudge because I wanted to give a like a, a real-time update on it mm-hmm. and the top of drudge is only about the queen i stuff. know it's it's just dominating the right hand side at the top talks about ukraine 
That's the only part. And it's got like... Uh, Where's that? I don't even see it on here. The right-hand side at the top. Oh, the right. Oh, they finally... Yeah, they didn't... Uh, they didn't um, have anything on it when I looked this morning. But, oh, yeah, finally. Rush, the headline is Russian forces flee as Ukraine makes rapid push. So at least somebody's starting to cover. Oh, that was nine minutes ago. You know, I've been covering this stuff for two days. It's so amazing how the U.S. news is so behind the curve. You know, I wonder why. I, I don't know. It's it's like they, you know, like we're giving them billions of dollars. Like, why? why, why I, <laughs> right. Why, yeah. why is that not? Why does that not make it uh but some other interesting things that are happening inside of Russia is now you have government officials calling for Putin's resignation. Uh, officials in Moscow, uh, uh, M Moscow municipal deputies ask Putin to resign. Um, and also officials in St. Petersburg are openly calling for Putin to be charged with treason. Okay. Wow. Right. Which a, a month ago, those people would have been put in gulags and executed. You know what happened? The police find them. The police find them. Find them. Yeah. They gave them a fine for saying that Putin should be charged with treason. So what that tells me, and if you, if you understand the way power works in Russia, that tells me that now you have law enforcement, at least in St. Petersburg, which is the second largest city in Russia, um, you have uh, law enforcement like kind of playing both sides of the fence. So if if they felt that that Putin was still a strongman, they would have arrested these guys, they would beat the crap out of them, they would have thrown them in a gulag. But since they only like brought him in to talk to him and then issued them a fine, it shows okay, we he's still in power, we have to do something, but we're definitely not going to do what he would want us to do. Yeah. So they're like they're trying to say, you know, okay, if these guys end up winning, we want to be on the right side. Yeah. So that tells me that Putin is probably going down. However, having said that, that does make the probability of Putin going nuclear much higher. However, having said that, I think it's actually safer than it was earlier in the war because I don't think there's any way now that anyone down the chain of command would execute his orders. So you, here's the thing. He may call for it, but, but you don't think it's going to happen. He no longer has the political strength to force that to happen. And it just in purely self-preservation terms, the people in the chain of command are not going to follow those orders. Yeah. Just for purely self-preservation. Because there might have been a time when those guys were had to make the decision, okay, do I risk um, you know, a retaliatory strike from the United States if we launch a nuke? Or do I risk the ire of Putin? You know, and in their mind at the time, a few months ago, they probably would have said, eh, it's safer to risk a retaliatory strike from the U.S., yeah. not Putin's ire. Now, there's going to be no way because I think at this point, the entire nation of Russia is starting to realize that Putin has no teeth. And that's really all it takes. The, the thing is, is anytime you have a strong man like that, as the second they're not perceived as being strong anymore, they're dead. They're dead. They're done. And that's about what's going to happen. That's going to so happen. So, do you here. think that you? So, let me let me ask a timetable then. When do you think that Putin is removed from power? It depends on how quickly the Ukrainians retake all of Ukraine. Um, 
And the way this is going, that could be, uh, like I predicted, it could be just a couple of weeks. I mean, as I've been saying for months, when this happens, Russia's defeat is it's going to be a rout, you know, and that's what you're seeing now. Like troops on their own. Well, A, because they have no leadership, B, because they have no resupply, uh, C, because they, you know, they can't get food. You know, uh, they're all conscripts at this point or people who are, you know, working on a contract that they never wanted to be there in the first place. Yeah. So they've got no morale, no resupply, no leadership. When that happens. And no motivation to be there. Right. No motivation to be there. They're not fighting for anything. They're not defending their own turf. So basically when they, you know, get uh, the the rumors start, uh, you know, uh, spinning that the Ukrainian forces are coming. They just took Izium. They just got Kupiansk, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're coming. We're going to get the fuck out of here. We're not going to be here when they get there. Yeah. And that's what's happening. I mean, it's basically the, the Ukrainians are shocked at this point of how much territory they have retaken so quickly. Because it's like. Now, does that fuck up their supply lines, though? <laughs> not nearly as badly because it's all open behind them. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so. They're not because the supply lines behind them are not contested. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let me. And the other thing is, is now uh, Ukraine has established air superiority. So the Russians have not been able to fly any air sorties in the past two weeks. And just today, within the last 24 hours, uh, the Ukrainians have had 34 different airstrikes on different uh, targets behind enemy lines. So. I mean, it's just the entire balance of power has changed. So, again, I said this months ago, the war has been over, just the Russians haven't realized it yet. Yeah. And now they're starting to realize it, and Putin's going down. Let me ask you another question. Do you think that the the rest of the world, or Europe and America, talked to Ukraine and said, you got to get this done by wintertime because we need that energy? Like, do you think that that has played I'm, a factor? I'm sure at all? that conversation has happened, um, but I think it's just the th- that was probably part of it. But I don't think the Ukrainians would have gone unless they were ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, no, what I'm I got saying? you. Yeah, they were ready. Yeah. Well, it seems like it. If this the HIMARS systems, uh, which were the the guided uh, uh, rockets, uh, have made a huge difference uh, because they've been able to hit the Russians 200 miles behind enemy lines. And totally destroy their um, military infrastructure, their uh, supply depots, their ammunition depots, their headquarters. They've just obliterated all that. All right. Let me ask you another question. Go ahead. If this works and it works before the end of the election or before the election happens in the United States Mm -hmm. and that Ukraine is able to take because, again, it's not till November is the election. Right. So if you're saying weeks away that they can finish this thing off. That they'll finish it off, but it'll be the October surprise. Uh, no, I don't think so, because I don't think the American people really care about this at all. Well, it's, hold on. It's not on their radar enough. Well, he, uh, the reason it's not on their radar has a lot more to do with the media than anything else. Right. So if the media were to switch their focus to say, look at what Biden administration did when it came to supporting um, supporting Ukraine funding them with all this money they were able to defeat the russians so by by proxy we our proxy war with russia was successful the answer to that is it would be a small feather in biden's cap 
but the American people generally aren't going to vote based on whether, you know, us giving billions of dollars to the Ukrainians, um, you know, was a, a, a factor in this war. A, they don't care enough about the war. B, what they care about is how much groceries cost. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they're going to be able to point to that to say now energy prices are going to go down. But they're not in the U.S. Well, the global market will affect that. Eh, uh, slightly. Slightly. Uh, the U.S. market for natural gas has been very stable because we supply m- most of our own natural gas. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's the infrastructure difficulties in getting natural gas LNG from the U.S. over to Europe. Uh, you know, we have to send it by tanker. There's no pipelines across the Atlantic for natural gas. Yeah. So uh, getting that would be that would be stupid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but so that's part of the issue is our natural gas supply is basically used in North America and, and South America. You know. Yeah. Um, but so that's that hasn't had much effect. And the oil prices, really, oil prices have not been dramatically affected by this. I, what you're seeing with oil prices, I think, has been, for the most part, more inflation-based than anything else. Yeah. And that is because, you know, when you have inflation well, in the dollar— it's not helping, though. I mean, it's, it's not, not helping, but it's not going it's to be— It's definitely not helping Europe. Look, I, I think we're already starting to see gas prices, you know, dropping. I mean, they were 344 on the way in here today. Yeah. So— um, Actually, they've leveled off at this point. Yeah, and I think we're going to stay there. In fact, OPEC is now talking about cutting production. By 100,000 barrels. Yeah, yeah. So, which would have a, a little bit of pressure on the prices. Might drive the prices up a little bit. But well, yeah, but if the Russian thing ends and that oil gets back into the market, into the global marketplace, well, here's that's going to change the game, too. There's going to be a, a political struggle in Russia is coming. Okay, So there's going to be a lot of issues regarding how that oil starts flowing again yeah yeah. you know what i'm saying so there's there's a lot going on there like if if putin stays in power and the war ends that those embargoes aren't going to be lifted anytime soon no you know uh because the the, and they haven't helped the west has decided that we need to get rid of putin we need to change the um uh, the governance of Russia. Yeah. You know, and so that I, I don't think it's going to have much of an effect. So the Ukrainians winning the war, I don't think is going to have much of an impact on oil prices or, or natural gas prices. Europe may get the pipeline back on. It might help them. Uh, but uh, yeah, for us, it, we're not going to see anything from it. So the, the, the bottom line to the political side of this, I, I think it would, no matter the outcome, it's going to have very little impact on the election. I got you. So now that we're done with the war in Ukraine, let's talk about the war at home. Right, right. Hey. <laughs> so, well, that escalated quickly. Happy happy days are here again, man. Oh, they totally are, by yeah, the way. So, so uh, MSC's Tiffany Cross says civil war with Trump supporters has already begun. Uh, be- begun. It's more than just threats. So uh, yeah, that's that's a little strong. I don't think it's begun yet, per se, but uh, we're, we're definitely in the lead up to it. Yeah, yeah, they're in the lead up to it. I, I here's the thing that I find to be a little funny though, and maybe this is a little bit what aboutism or whatever it goes along with it. But like, when a Bernie Sanders supporter shoots up a congressional delegation at a baseball game, right? That's not attributed to Bernie Sanders. Well, right? that's that's what MSNBC is misunderstanding. This is not just the the right. The left is ready to burn this shit down too. Oh yeah. I mean, you've got the the Black Lives Matters. I yeah, mean, that, everybody look, forgets those protests literally caused billions was, of dollars in damage. The country was on fire 
you know, uh, two years ago. Yeah. Hold, I, on, hold on. Not just not just to mention that though. Before the election for Biden, they were the 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 major towns were major cities were boarding up in case Trump won. <laughs> right. That wasn't because the MAGA guys were going to riot. <laughs> exactly. Like, it had nothing to do with that. Yeah. Like, it, the threat was, and it was real enough to where they had to buy wood and, pre- and prepare for it. Oh, yeah. Is that if, if Trump wins re-election, we're rioting. Downtown Seattle seceded for months. Yeah, for months. <laughs> I mean, we just kind of forget about that. And that was a hardcore lefty thing, you know. Yeah. So you have to understand that. That even though they want to portray it as this is all about January 6th and this is, you know, Oath Keepers and Proud Boys and all that shit, this is, you know, basically 40% of America, you know, and 20% on the right, 20% on the left is ready to burn this fucker to the ground. Yeah. Okay. That's what it boils down to. So I think. And both of them are authoritarians. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like that, yeah. I guess the other part, like both of the sides can agree on a th- on certain aspects of authoritarianism. Their argument is who's going to be able to wield the fucking stick. That, that's look, man, that, that's all it's ever been about. Yeah, that's all it's ever been about. Um, you know, so, yeah, that's that's exactly what's going to happen. And that's why I say I don't care which side wins because the outcome is going to be no difference. I just want to see the chaos and I want to see government weaken to the point where it's ineffectual. Well, yeah. And then Trump actually in response to, you know, Biden's, uh, you know, Hitler speech last week, um, then says that now Biden is the enemy of the state. You know what I mean? And and here's the thing. Hard to argue with that. He too. accused him of they delivering. He accused him of delivering the most hateful speech ever by a president. Okay, come however, on. However, however, I will say, like teapot, meat kettle, <laughs> right. it's black. Like, let's not go. You're you're going a little too far there, I, Trumpy. I, I, I don't. I don't. Trump. I don't think you want to be calling anyone out on uh, violent you know, rhetoric. My rhetoric. speeches are the most hateful. <laughs> Biden can't deliver a hateful speech like I can. Oh, now, yeah. I will say this: there was a a a, 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 um, uh, a poll done, and I will say that what Biden and the Democrats have done when it comes to labeling them as you know MAGA people is dangerous. Right? Is it's starting to work? Right. 58% of respondents in a two-day poll, including one in four Republicans, said Trump's Make America uh, Make America Great Again movement is threatening American America's democratic foundations. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, holy shit, though. Like, Good. Again, yeah. wow. Yeah. Good. Didn't realize that was a good. thing. But not, <laughs> I say good, but not for the reasons that the MAGA people do. <laughs> <laughs> for actually the exact opposite. But yeah, it's, it's you know, that's, look. You have to always take a step back and look at these sort of things from a historical perspective and also look at it from a, a mass psychology perspective, just how humans operate. And it, we're going down that path, and we are going to have uh, some kind of violence. You know, I don't know how far it's going to go. We're going to continue to have some kind well, of violence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I think we're going to have an escalation in, in violence. Yeah. How far it's going to go, yet to be determined. But, yeah, I, I do think that we are fairly close to what can easily be classified as a civil war. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be the same as it was back in the in well, first no, you, civil war. You're, you're not going to have the same thing. Armies match, uh, marching uh, flying flags uh, to uh, yeah, drums, but it's going to be more like, a, um, you know, it, 
Like violent, violent clashes in the streets. Yeah, insurrection, and uh, you know, and the cops are going to be there just to corral them all together and let them kill each other, like they did in Charlottesville. Well, no, I, I think what you're going to see is I think that the the government is going to step up the the violence towards the the protesters and the rioters and things like that, and then that's going to turn into not an right actual, away, not right away though. I, no, no, they're going to do what they did in Charlottesville. They put them all together in one area, let them fight it out, and then win. I don't think it's going to happen like that. But that's what they did in Charlottesville, yeah. though. I, I think what you're going to see is I think both sides are going to be going up against the government. And I think the left, you're going to see them, um, you know, what's what's the big thing from the left right now is defund the police, right? Yeah, yeah. So essentially, from, when, from the left perspective, the enemy is law enforcement. Okay. Yeah, but their response to that was to back down and let them do what they're going to do, though. Not to, well, they not can to only do that to a certain them. point, you know. Yeah, but again, I, 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 here's the thing. I think that you're if it gets too big, they have to respond. Well, exactly. But yeah. but here's the thing, though. But they're going to let them fuck each other up first, so they have all the justification to go there and crack skulls <laughs> to where the American people are going to be okay with it. The 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 left and the right are not fighting the same way in the same places. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of situations like Charlottesville where they're both clashing together at the same time. Oh, I, it's, it's going to happen. happen. It's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's uh, just a, a really interesting time to be uh, alive and an American. Not to mention, so alarm grows now as more election workers leave their posts ahead of election day. Right. So the election is coming. What's the response from a lot of people? Oh, no, we're going to leave. Well, you know what? Hey, getting that, uh, you know, whatever the, the pay is for an election volunteer, a lot of them don't even get paid. They're there voluntarily. If they really believe that they're in danger, they're going to be like, fuck this shit. Yeah. You know, so if, if uh, you know, poll place violence becomes a thing, which it could very well. Uh, yeah. You're not going to have people willing to go do it. Yeah. And the next thing you know, we're going to have, uh, you know, cops with uh, uh, automatic rifles uh, at the polling places. And you want to talk about, <laughs> you know, just the visual on that. But it's it's coming. You yeah. know, it's coming. Now, Barr, in, to Adrian's, uh, in Adrian's uh, uh, not defense, or uh, to support his case to win his silver dollar. Right. Barr says the DOJ is getting very close to having enough evidence to indict Trump. Oh, dude. It, 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 there's no doubt that he's getting indicted. The only question really is whether he's going to jail. He ain't going to jail. I think he. I mean, I bet a silver dollar. I bet a silver dollar on it too. I think he is, and you know, look, they they just came out and said that actually now they believe that Trump had a shitload more top secret documents than they actually found that are now gone. Yeah. So, which they're not really gone. I mean, the Saudis and the Russians have them. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe they can ask for them back. (laughs) Maybe look them back. You didn't look at those, did you? <laughs> Again, I don't understand why you don't just make fucking copies. By the way, like it's not like making a copy is going to somehow trigger some fucking alarm. Well, it, yeah, actually, it would. It would. How would it? Trigger you should an alarm? know how fucking copy machines work. You know, it, there's a record of everything that's ever been copied in that copy machine. Uh, well, no, no, the, well, you can make. There's ones that erase it. Yeah, but still, you know. No, no, but still, you chances can do, are you can do that. Though. Yeah, and if it was transmitted, then there's clearly a record of it. Well, yeah, well, don't do that. That'd be <laughs> yeah. dumb as shit. <laughs> Knowing Trump, he probably scanned it and sent it through his Gmail account. <laughs> <laughs> probably. All right. So, um, another story here: Judge calls January six an insurrection, bars Cowboys from Trump founder from office. A judge in New Mexico declared that the January 6th Capitol riot was an insurrection. The first time any court has done so, a government watchdog group says the judge also barred Otero County Commissioner and Cowboys from Trump founder uh, Corey Griffin from office for participating in the riot. A violent mob 
uh, a former president, Donald Trump supporter, stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Of course, we don't I, know that shit. I, is there legal? I think this is bullshit. Yeah, I, I don't look. Think... I don't. I, I don't like the guy. I don't want the right, guy to be in office. Right. Fuck him for all I give I, a fuck. But yeah, yeah. I, but I don't know if there's any legal justification to you bar this guy from public office unless he was a convicted felon. Then I think that, and I'm not even 100 percent sure about that. Uh, does being a convicted felon bar you from running for public office? I don't necessarily I don't think, so. think it does. He goes, by joining the mob and trespassing on restricted capital grounds, Mr. Griffin contributed to delaying Congress's election certifying proceedings, the judge wrote. Uh, Griffin's president contributed to law enforcement being overwhelmed. He also, uh, in, and he also incited, encouraged, and helped mobilize the violence during the violent Matthew ruled. Yeah. I, look, here's the thing. This is bullshit, and the guy should, again, don't get him elected on this, but that's bullshit that you did this. Right. You know, right. And then the last thing uh, that I wanted to bring up on the Trump thing, <sighs> Steve Bannon lawyer says former Trump aide is en route to surrender in New York. So Steve Bannon surrendered on basically fraud charges and what the fraud was. And it, look, Steve Bannon is a fucking grifter. Make no oh, mistake about this. Yeah, no doubt. And he's he, he is like, this is what happened. They did a private effort to fund the building of the wall right and bannon use some of those proceeds for personal expenses basically of course yeah now now here's the thing this happens all the time oh yeah ask marco rubio exactly ask uh, uh rick scott exactly <laughs> so right. it's not new what he did no they just happened to go after him because of other reasons but that's the thing because there's so many laws in the books and everybody commits fucking five crimes a wait, day. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. This wait, wait, is why wait, they wait, went wait, after wait, him. Wait a Clearly committing blatant fraud like Steve Bannon did is more than those five laws a day that everyone breaks. You can't put that in the same category. I mean, there's organizations he could have formed where he could have collected a paycheck. <laughs> that is true. That is true. He just didn't do it quite as elegantly as Marco Rubio and uh, No, he doesn't uh, know Rick the Scott. rules very well because he's a yeah. fucking dumbass. <laughs> right. Because Steve Bannon but is a piece of shit. You're Look, right. I can tell you right now, if there's one person that you do, that I hate more than neocons, it's Steve Bannon. It, you're right, though, is basically just about any politician could be brought up on very serious charges at any time. Yes. If they chose to do it. So, oh yeah, there, no. If you no actually went, that. if if they went after, if they went after the the impetus as to what this was, you'd go after all of them for it, right? And this is the pro but this is the problem though, and this is why if you're again, we're not advocating that anybody do this anymore because fuck it, we're all anarchists now, right? But if you were going to be going after the machine, you better have all your motherfucking ducks in a row, oh yeah, because you're not gonna be able to get away with the same shit that the other people get away <laughs> no, with because no. it's a big club. And you ain't in it. Not anymore. No. Yeah. And yeah. Once you uh, once you turn against the emperor, man, or the empire. Yeah. 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 Same thing goes with Trump. And, and again, I have a, I have a, I, I do have a theory behind this thing. I think Trump kept these documents on purpose. Now it may have been to sell it to the Saudis, but the other part of it was he wanted the 2022 election to be all about him because he's such an arrogant, fucking egotistical piece of shit that he knew that he by delaying this, the DOJ was going to make certain actions at certain times, and because of that, he's he'd not be in the front fucking page. Fucking smart, dude. I'm telling you, you give him way, way too much credit. He is not that calculated. He ain't playing 4D chess. He ain't playing 3D chess. He ain't even playing chess, man. He ain't he, playing checkers. Yeah, he he's barely playing checkers. He's playing tic tac toe, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's always a tie with himself. Well, maybe some, <laughs> maybe somebody else. I don't know. But all, all I do know is is that there's one thing that the Democrats, 
the mainstream media and Trump all wanted to have happen for November of 2022, mm-hmm. and that's for Trump to be center stage. Yeah, yeah, they that's all true. agreed on that. And that, I, and that is true. You, in a weird way, not because they're all on friends with each other, but they all colluded together to make sure that happened. I, I think that there's a high probability that Trump has a uh, stroke or a heart attack before the election anyway. Why? Drops dead. Why? Because yeah, he's just old and he's crazy stressed out. Do you really think... Hold on. Hold on. Do you really... Again, you just said he was stupid as shit, right? Right. Do you really think he's fucking stressed out? Oh, yes. He, he is such a maniacal, egotistical person. He thinks he's winning. When the walls start to close in like they are on Trump, that's when those... They're always doing No, it. never this bad. Never this bad. Oh, my God. Oh, this is the one that's going to get him. No, <laughs> I do. Yeah, fair point. I do sound like those people. But, look, he stole top secret documents and possibly sold them to foreign governments you don't get away from that one you know they're just there ain't no escape there ain't no escape for him it just you can't this motherfucker is so goddamn slippery no he's not no no, no, he's not he's not the teflon don okay fuck yeah he is no no until he goes to jail which again we have a bet we got a bet on it yeah I think he's going to jail. He's not. I don't think there's any way he can't go to jail at this point. I mean, like I hear what you're. Hold on, I hear what you're saying. Right, but you're wrong. (laughs) You lack faith. Time will tell, my friend. No, no, you're right. Hey, uh, we only got uh, three minutes left, and I want to hit on one thing that I I want to say in the first hour. I want it on the record. Um, First of all, Oath Keepers members, uh, the the membership list of Oath Keepers uh, was leaked this week and was uh, made public. And it turns out that there's a whole bunch of, uh, you know, elected officials, police, military personnel on that list. I have to say for the record that Alex and I are also on that list. Did you look it up? No, but I know I know we are. Um, We may not be, though. Well, we were members uh, back and uh, I think I got involved with them maybe like 2012 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But by 2015, I was like, the fuck is wrong with you people? And, you know, tore up my card. And I, as soon I, as I saw Stuart Rose be all in for Trump, that was when yeah, I was done. Yeah. So somewhere around 2015, 2016, both you and I basically said we want nothing to I do mean, with this I mean, we didn't do it publicly or anything like that. Well, but I tossed the, my card and, you yeah. know, I, I, I hadn't, I might have given him money back like in 2012 or something. I think I might have paid for the membership. Yeah, I, I think I did, but I never paid for a membership after that. And, I, you know, at that point, I wanted nothing to do with him at all. So I on. just want to go on the record saying that when Oath Keepers started, it was an organization of law enforcement, of elected officials, of military personnel, and they're only thing that they were saying is that they would not enforce any unconstitutional order yeah, they'd uphold their they'd, uphold, they'd their uphold their oath which was actually used to be part of the oath now here's the thing though when i saw that article i really or when i saw the article i really wish it would have said you know you know uh, uncovered oath keepers actually recruited who they say they were going to recruit <laughs> right i know because that's what the point was <laughs> i know i don't I know get, like but, it was funny when you read it you're like oh all these all these people are being exposed no no, that's who they were going after dick i i feel like i had to say that for the record that we have we are not part of oath keepers and we have not been for a very long time but we got a lot to talk about on the other side so if you'd like to join us go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage we'll see you there